in this 13th session on Romans 8, we spend one more time on this paragraph or these, these two verses, 12 and 13. Specifically, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. That is, you will perish. You will go to hell if you make peace with the flesh and live in the power of it rather than by the Spirit putting to death the deeds of the body. So let's start with the question. Uh, if you do that, you'll live forever, opposite of, of die here. What are the deeds of the body? Compare Romans 6, 12, and 13. Let not sin, therefore reign in your mortal body, to make you obey its passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments of righteousness, unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and your members to God as instruments of righteousness. So you, the members in this passage are your bodies, and he's talking about presenting those members to sin. So there's a an intentionality about not doing that, rather presenting your members to God. And so sin is the culprit here, and sin takes a power or authority over the members of the body and makes them weapons of the real problem, which is sin. So we go back here, and it says, put to death, put to death the deeds of the body. So that, that would mean kill the sin that is about to take hold of the body and make it an instrument of un unrighteousness. So kill temptation, kill sin. John Owen wrote a whole book called Mortification of Sin on this one verse. Be killing sin or it will be killing you. So the question is, how? How do we do it? And his answer is, by the Spirit. And my question is, what does that mean? How do you kill sin? How do you kill temptation? By the Spirit. Drawing some other passages that give the clues here. So, the first clue is in noticing that the Spirit's one um, offensive killing weapon is the sword. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith which you, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. The only weapon that the Spirit has in this list of our armor that kills is the sword. And we know that that's the Word of God. So there's my first clue. How do you, by the Spirit, put to death the deeds of the body? You somehow wield the Word as a sword to run through the temptation. You kill the temptation with the sword of the Word of the Spirit. Here's, here's the next clue. Galatians 3.5 does he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you do so by works of the law or by hearing with faith? So hearing the word, that's what you hear, with faith. So now I'm stirring in faith back here. How do you put to death the the, the deeds of the body, the sin that's going to take hold of the body and make it an instrument of unrighteousness, you do it by 
believing the Word of God, by trusting the Word of the Spirit. So the way you wield the Word here, the way you wield the Spirit, who is God himself, is by wielding the Word, and the way you wield the Word is by hearing with faith, by faith in the Word of promise. Trusting the Word of God uh, to be a superior satisfaction to what the sin is going to offer you when it when it takes up the when it takes up the body to try to make it its own instrument of unrighteousness. Here's the next clue. Second Thessalonians two thirteen. We ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers beloved by the Lord, because God chose you as the first fruits to be saved through sanctification. That's what we're seeing. That if, if you put to death the deeds of the body, that is, if you engage intentionally and urgently in sanctifying uh, processes and means, then you will be saved. That is, you will have life, as it says in Romans eight thirteen. And how do you do it? By the Spirit and belief in the Word, in the truth. So the Spirit and the truth, the word, the sword of the spirit, and faith in the word. So, so far, the answer is, how do you kill sin? How do you put to death the deeds of the body? You wield the spirit, that is, you wield the sword of the spirit, that is, you wield the word or the truth of the spirit. How do you wield it? By believing in it, banking on it, being satisfied in it, and that kills the sin. Now, let's get a specific example to see how, how that actually works. So, here's my concluding clue. Let's just take uh, the temptation to sin by being in love with money, that, or the temptation to steal by being in love with money. Keep your life free from the love of money. That's going to take you down so many paths that destroy you, Paul says. Keep your life free from the love of money. Be content with what you have. For he has said, he has said, here's the word, here's the sword of the Spirit. Do you believe this? This for he has said. If you believe this, if you believe this word, this sword, then you will strike a blow, you'll chop the head off of the love of money, which will keep you from the deed of the body, which would be stealing. And what does he say? I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. So we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? These are glorious promises, right? These are promises. And so what he's saying is, don't love money. Love this promise. He'll be with you. He won't ever forsake you. He won't ever leave you. He'll be your helper forever. You don't have to be afraid. Nobody can ultimately harm you. Be satisfied in these promises. That is, trust in these promises. And when you trust in the promises, you slay the sin of the love of money, which is about to cause you to commit some deed of unrighteousness. So what's the answer? If you live according to the flesh, you will die. Yes, you will. The alternative to that is killing sin. But if by the Spirit you kill, you put to death the deeds of the body, you'll live. So eternal life 
is attained along the path of warfare, not the path of making peace with the flesh, but warfare. And we fight with the Spirit, not in our own flesh, not in our own strength. We trust in the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, which are the promises which make us more satisfied than anything these sins that lie behind the deeds of the body could ever give us.